Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. Hey, it's Kankle Fritz. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Here's some highlights from today's show. Well, what are we doing in job interviews that works for you? It's Kankle Fritz and Friends on Family Life Radio. And uh, it's kind of cool. Barbara Corcoran from the Shark Tank show. She says, one question you should always ask is, what's standing in the way from you hiring me? <laughs> I love it. I know <laughs> it, it sounds a great question. But I think it helps you go, okay, I know this is what I need to change here. Rosie is with us from Phoenix, Arizona. What do you got? I worked in customer service for over 25 plus years. And the one thing my father always taught me was there's always going to be rules and regulations you got to follow, policy, whatever. So I always got questions about, you know, I want a credit or I want a refund or something of that nature. And we weren't allowed to give them. Mm. My father always taught me to say no with a yes attitude. So something to the effect of, I can't do this, but I can do this. So whenever I got asked, well, how do you handle people who want something you can't give them? That was my response. Give them a no with a yes attitude. And it not only makes them feel like you're actually listening, but you, you know how to follow policy along with the job. So it was just something, a little tidbit that my father taught me. I thought was good with my further interviews and it seemed to work pretty well. Give them a no oh. with a yes attitude. I like that. I like I it too. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You can use that on all parts of your job, including a job interview. And everybody calls in so angry because, you know, their situation is unique to them, not necessarily expecting you to understand. Right. But when you show them that you're listening and you actually are trying to help them as opposed to just no, 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 call ends up going a little bit better. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I think people do know you can and can't do certain things. Right. But when you add in the, the this is what we can do. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I just wanted to call in and talk to you guys, but thank you guys for everything you do. You guys really do lift up people's days, whether you guys realize it or not. So thank you guys and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. And I hope we've given you a yes attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Most definitely. You guys have a great day. You ever have an angelic encounter? 888-888-9976 is our phone number if you want to talk. You can text us at 58326. Tell us what happened. Kathy is with us from Michigan. What happened with you? My son has autism and seizures. Uh-huh. He fell down the stairs, our basement stairs, and he had a seizure. He couldn't move his arms, so he went to the U of M. And for those outside the state of Michigan, you're talking about the University of Michigan Hospital. Yeah. My husband and I went to visit him, and it was a trying time. When you go to leave that place, it's so big that there's probably like 20 or 30 people waiting to get on the elevator with you. There was one guy by the window, and my husband was really worried about my son. And he turned to my husband, and I said, how are you doing? And said, everything's going to be okay, Jack. Wow. At that moment, I knew that was God. It felt like it was Jesus. It might have been an angel, but it was very, very helpful. And it got my husband through it. Sometimes he needs that reassurance. Wow. That's cool. Good reminder to all of us about how a positive word can make such a big difference. Absolutely. Uh, And I assume your husband didn't know this person, and there's no reason why this person would know his name is Jack? No. Oh, no, not at all. And it just was so great. God is so good. He loves us all. Experience Hope. Family Life Radio. So, morning routine. You got one? Little Ion's mom posted a video of his morning routine. It's gone viral. 
He's six years old, gets up before his brothers and sisters, has a cup of hot tea with lemon, and reads a book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, it's pretty impressive. It is. Uh, he actually, it's this video went so viral, he made it on the Today Show. Really? Yeah. Listen to this quick little interview. Well, I like to enjoy myself because sometimes when I wake up and I go to school, I don't have enough time. So that's why my mom said that if I finish my morning routine quickly, then I can do a quiet activity. What do you do during your quiet time? What does it feel like? When I have my quiet time, I can read a book, drink my tea, or I can play with a toy or any other quiet activity. Oh my. <laughs> How adorable! But he's so well spoken too. I know. Cutie pie. A quiet activity. I love it. He sounds like a six-year-old enjoying his retirement. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's funny. One of the comments uh, when this first went viral, somebody was like, "It looks like he has a really healthy 401k." Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My morning routine. Do you have a morning routine? What is it? Is there some quiet time built in? Hmm. Are you hanging out with this little six-year-old? <laughs> What's going on there? 888 You can text us at 58326. We got our $500 gift card that your teacher could win. It's our Love Your Teacher, Love Your School promotion. And by the way, along with this, if you want to pray for the schools, and don't they need it, go to our website, myflr.org. Um... We have joined in. We've got uh, 10 prayers there. You can pray over your school. Lots of lots of resources for you, by the way. Family Life Radio, good morning. Hi, I was calling about the teacher. Awesome. Who's this? This is Debbie from Kansas. Hey, Debbie. So tell us about this teacher. So her name is Mrs. Hickman, and she's been a kindergarten teacher for all five of my kids. Wow. The oldest one is now 27. And she's finally retiring this year. Wow. Yeah, she's been really awesome. And my last one is finally a senior, so we're almost out of high school. <laughs> but Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's, she's a great teacher. Tell us about her. What makes her a great teacher? She's just patient and kind. Even after 30 years, she still is uh, um, patient and kind. <laughs> Which is something... <laughs> We'd love to hear your good news. Give us a call at 888-888-9976. Carrie was in addiction. Listen to how bad it was. I can try to take my own life five times and drink 32 ounces of bleach, three ounces of meth a week. Oh, wow. So how did you get sober? I cried out to God out on the street corner, and I said, if you're real, give me back what I had before, and that was having my kids back in my life. Send your son, Jesus Christ, down. Since he's a master carpenter of all carpenters, to have you as my foundation. And little did I know what I was asking for that day. He literally gave me everything. I had my kids back in my life. Wow. I mean, people out there in addiction are struggling, and they're so lost. And coming from the addiction, I was in my own personal hell. Mm. Mm -hmm. So how did God help you get out of that addiction? By letting me see what I was doing. He said, you can't do this without me. Mm. I've got to sit there and keep him first. And if I don't keep him first, I feel so lost and broken again. Mm. 
So what would you say to families that are trying to help somebody that has addiction? It's not the family's fault. The person that's in addiction is hurting from something, and that's how they're coping with the pain. Just keep praying for them, and being there when they need you, is they're eventually going to get sick and tired of being sick and tired, and be there, but keep your distance at the same time, because you've got to, because they'll, they'll hurt you so bad. You know, that's something that did help me. I saw a TV show, and I don't know what it was in this TV show, but for the first time in my life, I realized what addiction was, it was people in their pain trying to escape their pain, and that's how they were doing it. Mine was from child abuse, physical, mental, and verbal abuse. Yeah. And I literally, I use that now in my testimony to help these people. When you try to look at yourself in a mirror, you see that fog. The addict can still see that sober person in there somewhere, mm-hmm. and that's what it's like. Gear through that fog, and mm-hmm. fog starts lifting, we can slowly but surely start to see ourselves. Mm-hmm. I used to tell myself, Every day in the mirror, I I hate you. I hate you. I couldn't even look at myself. Then I started writing on that fog, and then God loves you. I love you. Sitting there giving myself that little bit of hope that someone did care. Wow. What a story. Carrie, thank you so much for sharing. And we would love for you to share. What's your good news? Give us a call right now at 888-888-9976. Maybe you're waiting on God for something. Which can really be difficult. Can we all agree? It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. And some things to think about while you're raiding on God. First of all, God's never late. Rarely early. He's on time. Mm-hmm. He's on his time, by the way. <laughs> by the way, he created the concept of time. So he can move in and out of time with no problem. God doesn't work on our timetable. Mm-hmm. So, first of all... Trust that God has a path and he'll keep you on it. God is good and he desires good for you. That's all throughout scripture that he's a good God. The Bible says he's aware of your heart's desires and he wants to give them to you. Mm. Mm. Also, God sees you. He's thinking of you. He's present with you. God's word will sustain you. Also, give it to him. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done, Mr. Kankle Fritz. Oh, seriously, right? <laughs> right. I'll, just, I'll just say this, that a, a common theme for breakthrough on this show, when someone's telling their story, you know, we've got that good news of the day that you just heard not too long ago. A common theme is, I finally gave it to God. And then things <laughs> changed. Yeah. So when you're waiting on God, I'll tell you this, guys. Some of the biggest breakthroughs in my life, it was like this. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot about that. And here it comes through. See, that's I think that's proof maybe that you really gave it to him if it's not consuming you nonstop yeah. 24-7. If it's something is consuming you nonstop 24-7, that is an indicator that I might be in worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're lugging it around at that point. Exactly. Yeah. You got that right. Mm-hmm. It's too heavy. It is. So I don't know how you're going to do it, but if you can find a way to give it to him and not pick it up. I feel like that's when he works. Yeah, He's just waiting on you. This may sound kind of funny, but um, sometimes when I get into that W zone, the worry zone, I'll actually say out loud, Lord, you see me in the midst of this. I know you do. I'm trusting you. And somehow saying it out loud 
people may think I've lost my mind and I understand that. But but for me, it helps to hear myself saying those very words and proclaiming it. Amen. Hmm. Find scripture that backs up what you're concerned about. Yeah. And it's the word of God. It's his promises. He, he can't go back on them. And I love that, Sally. Speak it out loud. Yes. See what happens. Change the atmosphere with your positive words. Hey, if you got a take on this, we'd love to hear from you. 888 You can text us at 58326. Family Life Radio, we are Kenkel Fritz and friends. You know, though we believe in our minds that God is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present, sometimes we don't feel his closeness. Well, we had an opportunity to talk with Susie Larson. She's a best-selling author, national speaker, wrote the book, Closer Than Your Next Breath, Where Is God When You Need Him Most? Talking about abundant life, how do you get that abundant life that God promises? There was a point in the early years, and we knew I had Lyme disease. I'm lying on the floor with these three little boys, just hoping at this point that I would live long enough to raise my kids. And even my prayers were like, if you don't do it for me, will you do it for them? I just had a sadness in my heart. Truth just resonated in my soul, and the Lord just impressed upon my heart. When are you going to shift your weight under the promises to see if they hold? Every time you turn your back on faith to behold fear, you render yourself impotent. But when you turn your back on fear and behold faith, you will see me move. That is where I learned to just contend for the promises. Jesus came that we have life, a rich, satisfying, abundant life, John 10, 10. But the earlier part of that verse is we have a thief. Yeah, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly. So I would submit to you that the abundant life doesn't come to your doorstep with a bow on it. He's thieving you all the time. There's a pattern of theft in every one of our lives by which he's been able to rob us based on lies we've believed. So for me, because I was the most fearful, insecure person I know, I had a lot of ground to gain back. I had to learn that I was loved. I had to learn that God never changes. I had to learn that there are some promises with my name on them. Don't put up with so much from the enemy. At some point, you got to say, God's word is true, whether it feels true or not. Wow. So God has abundant life for you if you're not experiencing it. She said something pretty powerful that the enemy is continually stealing and thieving. And the reason why he's able to do that is because we're not believing the promises of God or we believe the enemy instead of him. Is that the way the enemy steals mm. in our brains, in our minds? Yeah, mm. 100%. I believe that. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. And this is one of the reasons it is so important that you you know God's word right. inside and out as much as you can. Yeah, and, and she made this statement. This is powerful here. Listen to this. Every time you turn your back on faith to behold fear, you render yourself impotent. But when you turn your back on fear and behold faith, you will see me move. God moves when you have faith in him. There wow. were several times when Jesus healed, he said, your faith has made you whole. Mm. It's almost like I didn't do it. Your faith, your believing in what God could do made you whole. Mm -hmm. Believing in Him. So what are we not believing? Or what are we fearful of that we haven't given to Him? It's a tough thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of things in my own life. Like, for example, my own daughter. I, at times, I've given up on believing for healing for her. But I know that's what God wants me to believe. He wants me to believe that she could be whole, she could be healed, that he could perform a miracle. You're never supposed mm -hmm. to stop believing in God and his miracles, mm -hmm. you know? It's a delicate balance though, isn't it? It is. To, to wait on that answer. Um, 
so yeah it, it, I think that what we're talking about is when you give up mm-hmm. and then you then God doesn't have a chance to work exactly yeah there's no communication well how about you would love to get your take on this triple eight triple eight ninety nine seventy six experience hope family life radio you know we were talking about something that you have purchased that was worth every penny there's not too many things like that and jennifer is with us you said you got a totally different take on this when you sacrifice and you give all that you have to give a gift or something to someone else and when they return it with a beautiful thank you it's just more precious than gold you know and every penny is worth every penny and then I just happened to be reading this morning, Proverbs 22.1. It says, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. But it's just so beautiful. You can't, just like when you feel the presence of God so beautiful, it, there's no price on it. I agree. Mm, yeah. When you know you've been obedient, God's dealing with you to give somebody something or give somebody yes. money. Oh, it feels great. Especially when they give a beautiful thank you. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Feels good. Well, even I, I even love doing anonymous stuff. Yes. It's like I had this guy that I worked with that was going through a really tough financial time. And looking back on this, maybe I would have done this a little bit differently. I just wanted to make sure the money got to him. So I sent him a certified, some money's, you know, certified mail. He thought it was a bill collector, so he didn't open it for the longest time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But when he finally wow. did, he came into work the next day, was just beaming from ear to ear that somebody had given him some money and he really needed it. I never have told the per- that he's still he's a good friend of mine. Never told him who did it, not once. Mm. Well, if he's listening, he knows. <laughs> uh, he knows now. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm gonna let this feeling take control. Joy. Hey, what's bringing you joy today? We want to hear at triple eight triple eight ninety nine seventy six. Lori is with us from Phoenix, Arizona. Tell us your story. Okay, so I'm a palliative care social worker. I've worked in end-of-life care for about 20 years. Just this year, I was diagnosed with two different types of cancers, and they were caught early. Treatment was effective. I had amazing support and prayers from tons of people. God just really responded. Praise God. Yeah, all good. Moving forward, it's just been an incredibly meaningful time. It certainly affected the work that I do. Even more tender and compassionate with patients and families, and it's all God. Amen. You know, I was curious, since you work in that particular field, did it make you think about your own mortality? Oh, absolutely. In fact, all of my work life, I thought, how will I be when something serious happens? Mm. How will it go? Knowing full well of God's strength and God's power, but still, just, you know, curious. We never know. And yeah, uh, mm. yeah he sustains for sure. Yeah. Mm. So always good to have your ducks in a row. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be pondering that, praying about it, studying scripture. I don't think ducks in a row are in the Bible, but some roundabout way, yes, it does talk. (laughs) 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 Well, that is wonderful. Well, we're so happy for you. Thank you. And I appreciate everything that the station does. Listen to you on the way to work, on the way home. It's made a real difference in my life, too, obviously. Oh, that's wonderful. Hey, we want to hear your joy report. What's bringing you joy today? Give us a call at 888-888-9976. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends. You feel a little overwhelmed or things are taking over on your phone? Well, you can take a monk class. 
Justin McDaniels <laughs> is teaching a monk class at the University of Pennsylvania. 14 students have to ditch their phones, laptops, and other forms of electronic communication, limit their spending to only $50 a week for a whole month. The rules are modeled after actual monk practices. Oh. And Justin says he isn't trying to socially isolate kids, but rather get them to use used to uncomfortable emotions. Huh. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, guys, what do we use our phones for? Distraction from emotions. <laughs> you nailed it, You don't Misty. want to process it. You, you, we have things in our life, and it's an escape. Yes. Yes. To get away from whatever it is that's bugging us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would, how would we be different if we didn't have that device to distract or the TV, which is my downfall. There's so much stuff to watch on TV. Because mm. TV today is so much better than it was. I mean, you've got oh, you yeah, three channels back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can stream whatever you yeah. want, and it's a dangerous road to go down. But what, what would it be like if you had to truly deal with how you're feeling? Mm. You think we'd be more well-adjusted? Probably. I think it's healthier to deal with stuff than to shove it down and not. Yeah. And I think maybe you would also be forced to possibly even get help dealing with it, which a lot of times we need. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and exactly. we, don't, we don't want to because it's uncomfortable. It hurts. Yeah. It's just easier to flip on the TV, start scrolling. Yeah. Well, see, and all of that causes separation between us all. Right. Yeah. Even if so, I'm sitting on the couch mindlessly, I'm not talking to my wife. Yeah, you know exactly. So mm-hmm. tomorrow, guys, I can't wait to see the robes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have my chant ready. There you go. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us for the podcast today. If you ever miss the show, this is the easiest way to hear what happened. And remember, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook too. FLR Mornings for both. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast, heard on Family Life Radio. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.